On today's episode of Chicago Bears Now, we take a look at more storylines following the preseason opener against the Titans, including is Bayless Jones Jr. on the hot seat after muffing yet another punt? Travis Gibson, I thought he made a strong statement in yesterday's performance. Is he now on the right side of the 53-man roster? And did this player earn himself a roster spot with his play yesterday? We've got all of that and more coming up on today's episode of Chicago Bears Now, so do not miss it. I'm Harrison Graham, and today's episode is sponsored by Roan. Get 20% off with Roan at roan.com slash chatsports with code chatsports, polos, long sleeves, dress pants, and a whole lot more. Upgrade your wardrobe today with Roan. All right, let's get into it here. Valus Jones. Could you trade him? I kind of just casually tweeted this out last night because, look, let's be honest. Bayless Jones Jr. is under fire from the fan base, uh, from the media, from uh, probably his coaching staff after yet another muffed punt and a bad overall performance against Tennessee. And I tweeted this out, and I wanted to see what the results were. So I'll ask you guys on this platform as well. Would you trade Bayless Jones for a sixth-round pick right now? Drafted him in the third round. Uh, you know, just over a year ago. I get it. That would be a loss of investment. But, like, he might get cut potentially, I think. So would you just take a sixth and move on? Type Y for yes. Type in for no. Let me know what you guys think. You look at what Velas did in this game against the Titans. He had two punt return opportunities. None of them were caught out of the air. He let them both hit the ground. Now, the first one was kind of a short punt, and he would have probably had to catch it on the dead sprint. So, like, I'm willing to give that one a pass. Took it on one hop. Uh, a short hop right to him, he got five, six yards, whatever it was. Okay, fine. Second one, he had plenty of time to get under it, catch the football, and either call a fair catch or have a return. Instead, he let it bounce again. It bounced way up in the air, and he still tried to catch it. When it bounces high like that, you just got to let it go. Like, you already made the mistake in letting it bounce for a second time. Do not compound that mistake and try to be a hero, which I think he's trying to do. He's feeling the pressure. And try to catch it on the bounce, which he got popped and he fumbled and uh, the Titans recovered. Just a disaster on the punt returning overall. And then he only had one catch for six yards. Um, my patience is wearing thin here. It really is. And I want this to work with Bayless Jones because, A, the Bears took a chance on him in the third round. Like, that's not a premium, premium pick, but that's that's a day two pick, man. Like, you need those guys to at least be contributors more often than not. And all GMs miss, obviously, but... That would be a tough pill to swallow for Ryan Poles. And you look at back at what he did last year in terms of, as, as an offensive player, only 210 total yards. Now, he's shown some value in the jet sweep game, and he'll occasionally be able to catch a pass for you. But I think we all think at best he's a number four receiver right now, if not a number five. Uh, his strongest attribute is as a kick returner. But in today's NFL with, you know, touchbacks going to the 25 and they're trying to phase out kick returners a little bit like if the only thing you're really good at is as a kick returner and you can't be a reliable punt returner I don't know if you can keep that guy around long term like is that worthy of someone keeping a spot on the 53-man roster like is he out the door he cannot be trusted as a punt returner I'm sorry I don't care if the next two preseason games he has 10 returns catches them all and uh, even houses one for a touchdown when that week one game comes against the Packers and he's out there to return a punt, we're all going to be nervous as hell 
uh, about the idea of him fumbling it because he's done it four times now. Three last season, one this year, in the first uh, preseason game this year. Like, still proven otherwise. You can't trust him there. Uh, and to me, there's a real scenario where he's not in Chicago. Like, he could miss out on the 53 based on how the next two preseason games go and the rest of training camps. So that's why, again, I ask you this question. Would you trade Valus Jones for a sixth-round pick? Would you do it? Type Y for yes, type in for no. I think I probably would. Again, it would suck to lose a third-round pick less than uh, a year and a half in for a sixth, but at the end of the day, these things happen, and uh, he's just not showing you much right now. I want it to work for Valus. If you're watching this, Valus, please, like, let's, let's make something work here because so far it's, it's just not been good. Uh, for the 2022 third rounder. All right, before we get to our next takeaway and reaction from yesterday's game, got to talk about Roan. And uh, listen, I'm sure it was hot in the stands yesterday, but if you rocked one of their dry fit short sleeve polos like I'm rocking right now, which is a part of the Roan commuter collection, you would have been feeling very, very comfortable at Soldier Field. You can get 20% off with Roan clothing by using code chatsports at roan.com slash chatsports. They offer the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible set of products known to man comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos. You never have to worry about what to wear regardless of the occasion, whether you're going to the game, where you're going to the bar uh, to watch the game. If you're uh, attending a business meeting, they've got nice clothes as well uh, to really uh, make yourself look dapper. And here's the thing. There's always been clothing companies that make you look good, but feeling good and having that mobility is key as well. Their four-way stretch fabric makes you feel comfortable uh, when you're moving around a lot, you're not going to be like getting stiff uh, with, uh, you know, some of those old just pure cotton cl uh, clothing items. Like Roan is very comfortable uh, to wear and go play around a golf in Roan as well. Go check it out. Roan.com slash chat sports code chat sports. If you're looking to change things up in your wardrobe, this is the company for you. It's R-H-O-N-E dot com slash chat sports. That link is in the comments and in the description. Don't forget to use code chat sports. Uh, okay, let's get to um, the uh, the second takeaway here uh, on today's show following a 23-17 to win uh, over the Tennessee Titans. Travis Gibson, he balled out, man. We, we got to give him some love, man. Travis Gibson had a very strong performance against the Tennessee Titans, and you got to wonder, did that depth chart piss him off? I think it did. So if you missed this, I did a video breakdown on it. Travis Gibson was listed as a fourth-string defensive end, despite being a three-year player here, despite the last two years basically being a starter. I know last year he had his struggles. Uh, and I was kind of like, I mean, he might be halfway out the door. Well, he comes out yesterday and balls out. We're going to talk about what that means and whether or not he's on the right side of the bubble. But I want to also remind you guys to go check out our Bears winners and losers video uh, from yesterday, instant reaction to uh, the Bears-Titans game. Five winners, five losers to break down. You guys see DJ Moore. He was a clear winner uh, in that game. Subscribe. Turn on noties. You go to the video tab or content tab, you will find that video. And help us out while you're at it. If you do subscribe, you will be uh, the next subscriber closest to 69,000 subs. Very nice. Very good opportunity for you. 266 away. Can we get there by Monday, tomorrow? I know that's asking a lot. I'm challenging you guys. Let's get to 69,000 subs, at least by Tuesday's live stream. How about that? Deal? Let's make it happen. Hit that sub button. Okay, back to Travis Gibson. This is where he was listed. 
Oh, wait, he's not even on the three deep. You see in the bottom left corner where I have to put an also for some extra uh, names there. Travis Gibson's there. By the way, Jalen Harris had a sack and a half. Nice game for him as well. Uh, but uh, he was under the microscope heading into this game, and he more than delivered. He had five tackles, three solo tackles. He had a sack and three quarterback hits. It felt like he had five sacks. He was in the background so early and often. And I do want to make the point, too, he kind of checked into the game with the twos, so... Maybe that depth chart was, again, it's unofficial, but maybe that was like the staff just sending a little message like, hey, maybe we don't love what we're seeing in training camp. Let's see if this lights a fire under his ass. Well, if that was the goal, it definitely worked. I think as a rotation pass rusher, Gibson has value. That's what he was two years ago in 2021 when he had seven sacks. I think he was playing like 45% of the snaps uh, that year where come in, be an energy guy, be physical, get after the quarterback. Last year, he's asked to be uh, a starter. He got double teamed a lot, especially after Robert Quinn uh, got traded. And I think that role was too big for him. As a guy who rotates in though, plays 40 to 50% of snaps, I still think there can be value there. He played really well yesterday. If he can build off that, I got to think he's a guy you keep around uh, because uh, he was everywhere yesterday. What do you guys think? Is Travis Gibson safe to make the 53-man roster? Type S for safe, type D for in danger. I don't think he's a lock. I think he's safe-ish after yesterday. If he puts together a good couple of weeks uh, from here on out in practice and in the next two games, then I definitely do think he'll be safe. But trending in the right direction, uh, you know, we talk stock up, stock down. Stock up for Travis Gibson, there's no doubt. How about Jalen Jones? I tease it at the top. Did this player earn a roster spot yesterday? Jalen Jones, who was an undrafted free agent last year, uh, got to play some cornerback due to injuries a year ago, special teams. Well, obviously, the Bears revamped their CB room a little bit this year, and you kind of wonder, okay, where does Jalen Jones fit? Well, he made several impressive plays on special teams. Three special teams tackles in the first quarter alone. You look at where he sits on the depth chart. He was listed pretty low among cornerbacks, but if he's going to play like this on special teams, I think you got to find a spot for him on the roster. Now, in terms of actually playing corner, Jalen Johnson, Tyreek Stevenson, Kyler Gordon, and Terrell Smith are all clearly ahead of him. I, I'm not disputing that at all, but I think he's probably going to end up being CB5 and make this team. Maybe Josh Blackwell's five and he's six. Maybe he carries six. By the way, uh, stock up for Jalen Jones, maybe stock down for Blackwell, who did not play yesterday. Jalen Jones took advantage of his opportunity, and he looks like maybe your best special teams player as a gunner. Uh, so uh, I think he, he really helped, him, helped himself out. I'm not going to say he flat out is a lock to make it, but uh, you got to think Richard Hightower, the special teams uh, coordinator, and the rest of the staff are like, okay, that guy is a bullet out of a gun on special teams because uh, he was everywhere making plays, and that's how you can earn a roster spot if you're Jalen Jones. All right, some other takeaways, then we'll get out of here. Um, the pass rush might actually be good after being horrific last year. Now, I get Tennessee, A, doesn't have a great offensive line to begin with. You're playing against some backups. I get all that. But you get eight sacks without Yannick Ngakwe and Demarcus Walker suited up. You're doing something, man. Shout out to Rel Lewis. We already talked about Travis Gibson. Uh, in Lewis's case, I do think he's a lock to make this team. Um, Zach Pickens had a sack. Uh, as well. So a lot of guys really popped on that defensive line, which was a big problem last year. We see that for two more preseason games. I'll have some pretty pretty good confidence, I think, in this front four heading into the season. Uh, takeaway number two, Justin Fields doesn't have to be Superman this year like he was last year. 
Um, I don't think it's going to be as easy as it was yesterday, uh, but uh, I think DJ Moore is going to help. <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt about what his impact is going to be. Dustin Fields didn't even have to throw an accurate ball. He just catches it on the back hip and takes it 62 yards for a touchdown. Now, again, I don't think that's going to be a consistent theme where you just take the snap, throw it out into the flat, and DJ Moore and the blockers do the rest, but it's nice to have a guy who's capable of that. You have not had that before. Justin Fields, I also think on that screen pass to Herbert when he kind of evaded pressure last year, he might have just taken off and run himself. Uh, don't need to do that. Flip that to Herbert. He's got space in front of him. Let him do the work. Now, is there going to be moments where Fields has a Superman type of play? Yes. But does he have to do that all the time to keep you in games like he did last year? No. I think he's got enough talent around him to just distribute the football, and when it's time for him to go make a play, he can make a play. And then lastly, uh, Tyreek Stevenson is a dude. Capital D-U-D-E. Um, he's your second outside corner. I, I'm pretty confident in saying that. I know Terrell Smith has been competing, and he deserves credit. And I think as a CB4, uh, he'll, he'll play a nice role there as a rookie. Uh, but this kid just isn't intimidated. He had a couple of hard hits yesterday, seven tackles as a whole. He's a good tackler, good in run support. He had one play where the Titans uh, tried to throw a quick bubble screen with a uh, to a receiver with the other receiver blocking in front. He completely sheds that block and lights up the guy for a TFL. Almost had a pick six off Will Levis, completely read Levis's eyes, jumped the out route, and couldn't quite squeeze it. It would have been a tough pick. I, I wouldn't call it a straight-up drop, uh, but uh, definitely a play I think he's capable of making. Either way, it was a good breakup. Uh, I think he starts on the outside opposite of Jalen Johnson, and uh, you've got a player there. There's no doubt about it. Who's excited for next week against the Colts? And just throughout the week, by the way, uh, joint practices. We'll have full coverage of that as well. Tight bear down if you're fired up uh, to, for the week ahead with these joint practices and, of course, the next preseason game against Indianapolis. Again, we'll have full coverage of all that and another watch party next week. Appreciate all the love and support for yesterday's watch party, our post-game show as well. Uh, I think that second stream uh, uh, was a success, so we'll probably go with that strategy moving forward, but uh, stay tuned. We'll keep you guys in the loop. My name is Harrison Graham. We'll see you guys soon. Bear down.